Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4 No one honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. So. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. Just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in It's time once again for another hour of the best bow hunting podcast on the planet. So we think the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. We're right here at 1600 Buck Slayer Place, right here in the Bucketorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Super excited to be here as always. I say it each and every week, and I'm not lying. I'm Steve, Kurt, Eric, and Mark. Are you guys excited, too? Very. Very, very excited. Yep, we're excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're thrilled to be here. The the Mark, Mark is so excited, he's on Snapchat during the intro. Yes, thank you. It caught me. Oh, man. Well, I think he's in a different zip code sitting way down at the end of the table. Yeah, he is. Huh? Well, just it, stay down there by your lonesome. Catch up with us when you're ready, will you? All ya? right, man, I'm ready to go. We're Let's doing see. a night podcast uh, today because... The night pet. The, ooh, whoa. It's all good. Whoa. Look at that one. Drink another bush light. We're good. Yeah, get some um, aiming fluid in. <laughs> it is harvest season here, um, everywhere in the Midwest and other places as well. But me and Eric have been in the fields. Steve's been doing who knows what. Yeah, I've been sitting so, on uh, buckets watching people pour concrete. It's been pretty cool. So the, <laughs> so the episodes for us, it's no different in podcast land where you guys are listening. But for recording podcast land, it's a little bit later. So we got a night podcast theme going. Got the salt lamp. All illuminated. 
The we lava the, lamps brewing, getting we, hot over we're there. Brand we're new set, cooler. We're setting the mood in here is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, the lighted mini fridge is the just... The monster uh, cooler. Looking good, looking <laughs> real good. Yep, yep. I'll um, tell you, man, I, all this could not be possible. And all you guys couldn't be possible without the awesome people over at HHA Sports. Yes. Uh, HHA sites are... I, I've been tuning mine in. I literally got my bow tuned in in three arrows. It's just so easy. And, you know, sighting it in 20, then 60 yards. You know, you, if you can do simple math, which I'm glad I got an iPhone calculator, you can dial your bow in. <laughs> but basically, you take your two numbers and... Well, a lot of people, do, when they switch to the single <laughs> pin, it's, man, I don't know how I could switch to that, but once I did, I love it. Man, I just it clears up my sight picture. I'm shooting so much better. It just, I think it does help a lot, and uh, that's just what I think. I love it. I don't know if I'd ever go back to, like, a multi-pin I couldn't do it. It's, a, it's one of those things where you just, once you, I always tell people, once you switch, you won't go back, and they're always like, ah, I don't know. I'm I like, just give like, it a try. I feel like right. I judge, like, other people who, like, have multi-pins, and it's like, it's kind of like how, it, it's weird for me, it's kind of like how when you see a guy that's wearing tidy whities you're kind of like, yeah, whatever works for you, but that doesn't work for me. I well, just, it just I, depends if they're 25 and that's wear tidy what I'm saying. If yeah. you're like, no or Mark, Mark, or but, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, if you're 40 or older and you wear whitey tidies you're just like, yeah, we expect I that. own zero whitey tighties. <laughs> right. Just, just for, but, the re- for the record, right? Yeah, right. All right, all right. But I'm for saying, real. you know, it's, it feels like to me, you know, once you go to the single pin, it's just that next step of, like, where you're trying to take it. I mean, if you're shooting five pins, good for you, and I know that the majority of the people do it, but once you go to that single pin, you're like, dude, how... Why didn't I go to this sooner? It's how like, yeah. Yeah, how can I think. go back? There's no way. It's like putting full-length headers on your car. You know, you need that HHA side <laughs> yeah. on your bow. Oh, boy. I know what that's all about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks to HHA. Everyone there is awesome. Awesome company. Lifetime warranty. I mean, yeah. I mean, do we want to argue? No. Made in America. Can't. What else is better? Also, Badlands Packs. Uh, they are – I'm in love with them. <laughs> I think I can't <laughs> wait to load mine down and just hit the Whitetail Woods, which uh, by this time this airs, we will be. Uh, and, uh, it's uh, was it a, almost a week uh, away? Well, it depends on when you listen well, to this. Yeah. <laughs> in but podcast right land, now. it can be any time. Right, Season right, could right. be over by now in podcast this, land. This could be the, the opening day podcast. It could be. Well, probably not. But yeah, it's it's any day. Um, I've been using my pack a lot, and I I've been super happy with everything. That's uh, you know, I, I I took out my old my old hunting pack, and I was just kind of comparing the two the other day. And it's just it's. You throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I'm Jesus, dude. I, no, I, I, I hope so. I gave it to my girlfriend. <laughs> Why didn't Told you get her a Badlands pack and use your brain for crying out loud? Well, because <laughs> what the she, hell was wrong with you? Because I forgot our show. Because I forgot it was like an anniversary or something. So I was like, hey, yeah, Badlands. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, my co-host is an idiot. Um, <laughs> Let's just say I got. Two Here's of, what I'm saying. Though. I got two of them now. I'm about to order another one. Yeah, because I'm gonna <laughs> end up getting more. But when I was comparing my old one to what I got now. It was just the little things that Badlands does that you like. You wouldn't even notice. You should put the old pack over your head until you pass out. <laughs> no, this thing has too many holes in it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It has too many holes. But just like you know, just little things like the zipper and stuff that Badlands does, and you're just like, dude. There's again, how could I ever go back to anything else? Right. It's very true. It's just like a quality that once you set set that bar at yeah. that quality, you you can't go backwards. You know what I mean? So it's. It's definitely worth it. Check out Balance Packs, lifetime warranty. They fully they fully back up their product, which is what you want in a company. We say it every episode. 
Um, just check them out. And, they say uh, put it to the test. If you can break it, we'll fix it. It is literally the last pack that you'll ever have to buy with that warranty. If ever. you want that pack ever. and you like it, that's the only one you need forever. Yeah. Um, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Normally when I drink too many bush lights, I can't say it all in one try. But, <laughs> but I just you got did it this it, time. Hey, you did so, it pretty good. I'm so, proud of so you. So either you're getting better or you didn't drink enough. Or my tolerance is getting better. But, uh, or we just made some of their deer burgers. So Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, oh. We made some uh, some Smith's burgers, and we added brown sugar. Oh, <laughs> is, you're exposing the, the secret family recipe. Because yeah, <laughs> so, hey. people need to enjoy this wonderful, wonderful ingredient. With Aren't those. you glad I introduced it to you? It was. I was making them in the kitchen today. I'm like, man, I used some Smith seasoning in that, baby. And <laughs> I was like, you got to throw the secret ingredient in there. He's like, what is it? Hey, maybe that's going to be Scott's new secret sauce, and it's just like brown sugar (laughs) in a shaker bottle. (laughs) Yeah, that family's awesome. They do all our deer processing, and uh, yeah, we trust them. They're clean, and we know they're going to take care of us. So they got a good background check, and I'm glad you know a great facility. They've added on, and man, we still need to get uh, get a video of that. Um, Yeah, we'll go over there soon. I got to take a bunch of working class boner stickers over there. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. But WorkingClassBoner.com is on those stickers. Oh, so uh, <laughs> check out our website. We're trying to stay on the up and up on it and update it. And uh, we got a trophy room on there. So if you have good luck this season, send us your photos. We'll add it in our trophy room. And we'll put anyone on there. We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. We're desperate for trophy <laughs> photos. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Send us whatever you got. <laughs> well, what else do you have to do, Steve? We're going to do a vet shout-out. And the vet, we've already shouted him out and we already had him on. But we're going to do it again because we want him on again. Our very good buddy, Gene Miller, um, served our country, and he has some awesome stories that I wish he could tell you guys on the podcast, but um, <laughs> we want to get him back on because he's a fantastic guy. You know, thank him for his service, and, you know, I just, I, I think the world, the absolute world of that guy, there is not a single person who's nicer. I'm so thankful that think. we met him because... The first time we met Gene, we were at one of our working class bow hunter shoots, yep, yep. and I'd never actually met him in person, but just oh, knew him from yeah. following. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm Kurt. Oh, I know who the hell you are." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I he like knew him. who knew, he knew who we he, were, but oh we're yeah, like, oh, he, he did recon. Yeah, like, I like this guy. Yeah, Gene's awesome. I shot with him today. Actually, had a great time. Good dude. How, how's he shooting today? Let, let's call good, him out. Good. Oh, yep. wait. He, he, didn't, didn't, he didn't hit the gas he can. He didn't again, break did he? anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, the log splitter gas can. He's patched oh. a lot of holes. He's an, H- H- he's an HHA boy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'll, I'll give him no bad, no bad news. Oh, yeah. A lot of <laughs> HHA hats in the studio right now. Yeah. Um, so, Gene, no, if you're listening again, thank you for your service uh, to the country. And um, I'm super happy that I didn't have to learn Russian to do this podcast. <laughs> so, thank you for that, too. All right, well, we can move right along. Our guest today, we've had him on before. Tonight, uh, Kurt. T- tonight, I guess. Tonight, yeah. Tonight, I was like, what did I say? Did I mess something up? No. Um, potato, potato, whatever. He's with the Bowhunter Planet uh, crew. It's a Bowhunter Planet show, Experience Wild. We've had him on uh, John Cedar. Um, he's going to be on the show tonight, and we're going to well, talk about uh, what they got going on and what he's got coming up. And uh, it, could, just, it could benefit everyone out there. Yes, right. it could. could. We'll give you that little, that little secret. Yeah, if you have a device that records video, you can very, very be a part of this mm-hmm. of what he's gonna. Does that make sense? He can uh, he can be a part of what he's gonna talk about. And I don't know what I'm saying. I'm getting all jumbled. We'll just no, get you're right good. Into hey, it. Too much, too much. Just we'll <laughs> let him talk about it. All right. Take a drink of water, Kurt. Oh, son Jesus. of a bitch. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> all right, we'll get John crazy. on here, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. 
All right, and with us on the phone uh, with his two-peat performance here, John Cedar from Experience Wild. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How are you all? Hey, you know us. We're uh, we're living the dream and avoiding the nightmare. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? What's so, going on? What's new? Well, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, you're not just uh, only at Experience Wild, but with uh, with Bowhunter Planet as well, who uh, is like our our mothership, our parent group, if you would. Um, you know, they've got. Uh, we're really excited about this new release of the uh, My Hunt series. Um, on Bowhunter Planet, um, you can go onto their their website. You can also find a link for it, I believe, on their Facebook page. But uh, the, the concept between uh, behind the Bowhunter Planet's My Hunt is that it's for hunters by hunters. Um, so you don't have to be a professional person here. You can be, you know, your average Joe with a cell phone, you know, bow mouth uh, cell phone, and you know, record a hunt, send it in. Um, you know, we. We actually started with the International Film Festival, and uh, we had... That was last time we didn't you guys have were too, on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And so we did actually didn't have too much interest in it, believe it or not. Um, you know, we have some great backers behind it as far as giveaways were uh, concerned, and, uh, you know, for prizes for first, second, and third. And, you know, we, did, we were getting some submissions. We just weren't getting too much. I think it was... It might have been kind of scary towards the amateur uh you know videographer you know that that maybe wasn't comfortable with submitting something you know and having the general public see it but now what this does is it levels the playing field and it makes it so that anybody and i mean anybody um you know can have an opportunity here to get a uh you know a videoed hunt on uh planets network um so you know it's a great opportunity so we've got that um you know test lab is another uh planet uh group or page if you would mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of stuff going on right now too so they right now actually if you go on to uh the bullhunter planet site they're they're doing a testers needed program um i believe they i don't know if they drew for the uh for the scott release yet but they have all kinds of cool products um you know that they're they're giving away to, to people that basically test and review um you know because we do a lot of that already um out in the field and obviously you know bullhunter planet that's what they do right um but, you know, it's kind of cool that it gives it to the uh, the average Joe out there that's, you know, your working class hunter, right? And For sure. Uh, that wants the opportunity to try something that maybe they've never experienced or used before and, you know, give us their feedback. Hey, John, so, I, got, I got a question about when someone, if they want to submit um, any video they have or footage or, or whatever, um, first question is, does it have to be, any, does it have to be um, like kill footage? Um, so that's a great question. I'm actually on the, uh, the Bowhunter Planet, uh, webpage right now. Um, so bear with me here. Um, but there is a, uh, it says, can I use a video that I already have online? So actually, if you go onto the site and you click on the My Hunt link, um, there are going to be some, uh, some categories on there. So like the first one is, can I use a video I already have online? The answer to that is yes. Um, send us your footage to bowhunterplanet at gmail.com. And uh, you also have to sign a content release. And what the content release does is a form that gives us permission to use your content on the My Hunt series. Because um, obviously, you know, we're not going to use anything that we don't have permission to use because, you know, the last thing we want is, you know, to be getting in trouble. Right, right. Um, the, videos, the videos can be up to 25 minutes long. They don't have to be edited, which is another cool, unique thing about this. If you're not comfortable with editing things, um, you know, we can go ahead and, you know, edit that for you. Um, 
So that's another cool thing. So there's no real time limit, but the max runtime would be about 25 minutes. So that's a lot of work for our editing crew to have to do. Um, who can win the prizes? Filmmakers. So anybody. And uh, how do I keep up to date on the show? It says click on the subscribe button up on the top of the page, and this will enter you to take part in the Bowhunter Planet newsletter, which therefore will let you know um, what's going on with the prizes. And again, we have Yeti. We have XX2I, Muck Boots, Crossman Crossbows, or Centerpoint Crossbows, which are made by Crossman. And uh, Ramcat Broadheads, Black Eagle Arrows. I mean, Clean Shot, Dead Down Wing, Gerber, Vanguard, Limb Saver, G5. I mean, there's a whole bunch of people involved with this. So this is a great opportunity, once again, um, you know, to, to get your stuff out there. Right. Um, and, I, and you asked the question. I didn't answer it. So what was that question again? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a kill shot. <clears throat> What's that? Louder. Does it have to be a kill shot? Um, I would say no. I think that, you know, just because it, you know, for me, I know that, you know, not everything that I video has a kill shot, right? I mean, you know, you might sit out there for a week and not see a shooter buck or, you know, pass on, you know, whatever you want. Right. Um, but the experience that you have, you know, if you can capture that experience, send it over, you know edit it, send it over or let us edit it. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't put a limit on that. And I don't think that Dave and the, the team with uh Bowhunter planet would do that either. And then so. also another question is, does it have to be like from this uh, current season or can it be like from last season or the season before, if they just have that footage and they're like, man, I've always wanted to do something with this, but I just don't know. I don't know how to edit. I, I want to, I want people to see it. Can they send some of that older footage? That's only a couple of years old in. I would believe so, um, and the reason why I say I believe that is because, uh, you know, if it's a video that you already have online, most of your seasons, uh, you know, across the, the the nation here haven't really started yet. Um, so they started, they launched this thing, so I'm assuming that because, you know, like for here, for example, here in Michigan, our, our season starts October 1st. So well, there's by nobody the time this airs ever... in podcast land, it could be hunting season by now. We're not sure. Yeah, when, when <laughs> exactly? Uh, real quick, when when do these uh, when do these videos need to be submitted? I don't think that there's. To be honest with you, there's really no restriction okay. on a. There's no time period. It's, I think it's just going to be the prizes are going to be kind of just dispersed over you know a period of time. Um, you know, I don't know when they're going to start. You know doing prizes but you know when you guys have dave on i know he'll have more uh you know answers to the questions for you um and he'll be more than happy to explain that but you know i definitely wanted to make sure that we talked about that before dave came on and uh you know at least get get the wheels turning with everybody out there in the community for sure well it's definitely a cool thing that to give it's a cool idea to get everyone out there it doesn't matter who you are just get them out there and kind of show what they're doing well, yeah, too. And exactly. A lot of people are like, man, you know, I, I film, but edit, they don't have the editing skills where, where they can just submit it and then it gets edited. So it's almost like, yeah, I just send it off to my producers and they <laughs> yeah, handled it yeah, for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, and that's, you know, and that's why why we say that this, you know, this 400 planets, my hunt is 400 spy hunters, you know, so there's really nobody's going to judge you. It's not going to be a community like that where it's like, oh man, you know, that video footage is horrible or, you know, why, you know, it's not going to be like that. You know, and like I said, if you're not comfortable with the editing, you know, that's something that we're, we're more than happy to help you with. Um, because you know what, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. So if you're not, you know, trying or you're not submitting stuff and 
you're new to this, uh, you know, aspect to, to hunting and you want to try something different and experience it for yourself, then, you know, just submit it. And you never know if you're going to win something until you do it, right? Yeah. Right. So That's true. We have a we lot of people. encourage everybody. You got to play to win, right? Just like the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, exactly. I don't, and I don't we, play the lottery. We, <laughs> I don't either because I never win. <laughs> But uh, we have people that'll win. Like we did a, a HHA site giveaway, just random little giveaways, to just show appreciation yeah. to, to our listeners. And always the people that are like, "Man, I never win anything. I don't even care if it's just a sticker or a koozie or whatever. Right. I'm just glad to win something finally." Like I always put in for this stuff, and nothing ever comes back from it. Well, <laughs> here's your opportunity. Yeah, you know, all of a sudden you, you could have like a nice yeah. little, you know, nice little doe that you shot, and it was like uh, such a cool hunt, hunt of a lifetime, and all of a sudden, you walk away with a Yeti cooler. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's exactly just, could happen. That's what yeah, I was thinking, too. Could. You don't even have to exactly. get a kill. I mean, if you get some great chasing rut activity or buck fight or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's, I think it's just showcasing the experience, right? So I think it's, you know, obviously the the kill and, you know, the after part of that, you know, and the emotion that runs from that is, is awesome, and that's great. You know, that makes for great footage. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. The stuff that the stuff that leads up to that, or you know that that doesn't even lead up to a, a harvesting of an animal, you know that that's that can still you know tug on the emotions and be very exciting. You know, just seeing an animal, or you yes, know, sir. you might be hunting a deer and you might you might see a moose or you might see an elk. I mean, it happens to guys in Michigan all the time. You know, they're they're out there deer hunting, and the next thing you know, they got seven elk that run past them or <laughs> walk past them. You know what yeah, I mean? So, cool. I mean, it's just cool stuff. You know. We want to we want to see what you guys are experiencing out there in the field too. For sure, and as much so. as I like seeing like what happens, you know, outdoors in the wild, and just what people get to see in different unique scenarios, I like to see a lot of if it's done right, a lot of like cutting up like the hunting camp stuff. Um, as yeah. long as it's not like the whole show, but like I like to yeah. see good aspects of it because it reminds me of like what we do in the podcast studio. Is we do the same thing. It's all camaraderie. We're having a couple cold ones, yeah. t- talking back. Yeah, just laid back. It's real. It's what people really do in hunting camp. And no matter what any show depicts, that happens at night anyway. Yeah. Usually. It all yep. depends on the scenario. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll cut back in November when I'm like, yo, I'm getting out there. I'm going to sit all day. So, <laughs> but, you know, it's just you're going you're gonna to go back with your buddies and have fun. And um, that's part of what makes hunting fun is being with it's, your friends. It's part yeah. of hunting. Yeah. What it is. It's the culture it's part. Exactly. Of it. Yeah. But yeah. the most important part is that you experience wild. Oh. Did I go there? Yeah. Did I go there? Exactly. I can't believe you just did that to me, man. I did that. Um, it's a perfect name. You just name. called me out. Hey, hey, you know, you're here. I mean, you agreed to this. You signed the uh, disclosure waiver, so here are. Let's uh, – because I, I do want to yeah. talk uh, – transition now into um, what you do experience wild, and it's – like you said, it's branched off a of bow hunter planet, and for a lot of guys, yep. you know – um, that are out there I, and we just got a got a message today some guy found us because he had you know done a bunch of other hunting and decided to get into bow hunting so we do have those fans out there um and if they haven't listened yet talk a little bit about what experience wilds about because it's just not bow hunting it's a little more yeah so you know we've got some uh, great partnerships this year again um just like we did last year you know with uh with some great companies and experience wild is is what we like to say everything wild so it doesn't matter if it's hiking camping hunting fishing um it's just about the outdoor experience and just you know living that that you know everything wild uh 
motto, if you would, you know, and, you know, this year, for example, you know, we've, we've got a lot of great footage coming up, you know, that we had from some that carried over from last year. We got some snow goose footage earlier this year over the winter over in uh, Missouri um, by Chad and, uh, you know, some of his buddies. And, uh, you know, we've got obviously deer seasons right around the corner up here. And, you know, we've got some guys that are uh, on our pro staff, uh, Chad, Laura, and Carvin are actually going down to uh, Ohio uh, where they have some leased land down there. And they've been working that land since the spring. Um, so, you know, we're seeing some pretty uh, big bucks on trail cameras down there um, by these guys. And then, of course, you know, we've got Michigan deer season right around the corner here. And then actually, um, you know, earlier this year, we had some uh, great footage by Chad and Laura. They went uh, down to the Keys and, uh, you know, they were catching Goliath grouper, tarpon. I mean, you know, they were just having a ball down there. Um, and they got some great footage that we aired earlier this year. Um and then uh, I've been working on an episode with actually a, a good friend of mine. Uh, I'll give him a little pug, a plug real quick, not a pug. I don't think he wants a dog. But, uh, That'd be cool, too. <laughs> his, uh, his name's Cap- Captain Jeff Hedges, and uh, he has a company called Trident Sport Fishing, LLC. And uh, okay. he runs uh, salmon charters out of uh, Lake Michigan over in uh, Muskegon, Michigan. And He's actually giving away I've, a free trip on this episode, so oh, we're yeah. gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and take that free yeah. trip for ourselves. Yeah, and uh, we'll be there tomorrow. Weird, it's a it's yeah. a BYOP. Bring your own pug. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Bring your own pug. Uh, but he's actually on his uh, on his Facebook page. He's actually giving away a uh, a free charter when he gets a thousand likes. He just started uh, chartering this year, but the guy's got a ton of experience out on Lake Michigan salmon fishing. And uh, I've had the luxury of being out on his boat, uh, I believe, four or five times this year. And, uh, you know, we've gotten caught some great lake trout. Um, you know, we're going after king salmon right now. They kind of slowed down a little bit out there in the in the big lake, and they moved into uh, Muskegon Lake. Mm. And uh, they're just – its that's an absolute rush, man. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. But, have, uh, you know, when those have. things are – when those things are making the salmon run, the, the, the king salmon just gets so angry, and uh, they turn really dark because they're basically four years old, and they're they're running up the river to spawn and basically die. So they just get really pissed off, and uh, they'll pretty much attack anything you dangle in front of their face, um, especially if it's near like their bed. Is that the so, is that but, the oops sorry is that the salmon that are really dark red and have the like the the hump on their nose and the real sharp teeth? No, so oh. actually king salmon are also, they're actually called Chinook salmon. Oh, yeah, 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 um, okay. Yep, so, uh, but they call them kings over here, so it's like a nickname that they have. But they, I mean, they're catching some pretty darn close to 30-pound kings out there right now. Um, but the weather just hasn't been cooperating the last few times I've been out, so I'm hoping to get that that episode wrap, wrapped up here in the next couple of weeks with them. So that'll be a real uh, awesome. exciting, hard-hitting action uh, uh, episode, so. Awesome. Stay tuned for that. And then we'll have, you know, of course we have deer season, like I said, is right around the corner here. I'm leaving in a couple of weeks for uh, the opener here in Michigan. And, uh, you know, I'll be gone for uh, four days trying to trying to get something, you know. Hopefully I got on trail camera. I got some nice bucks on trail camera this year. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I never hold my breath, but, you know, it's, it's still kind of early. I prefer to, to shoot them uh, closer to the rut. That's when I usually see them. Um a little more often, but, 
you know, we'll see how that all works out. You know, you got to work that nine to five too. So, <laughs> well, right. you don't pay those bills. have to. I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, it's, it's funny when you're talking about the fish, uh, John. I don't know if you realize Mark Reif in the studio now is um, he's part of the podcast. He's the busiest dude ever, but one of the best taxidermists in shit. I'd say the whole Midwest, <laughs> especially when it comes right. to like whitetails and stuff. And Mark's fish taxidermy is amazing. And uh, I'm not a big and beyond. I'm not a big uh, fisherman just because I. My, I, when I was growing up, my dad is allergic, and we never did a whole lot of, you know, we never went after it because we couldn't couldn't eat it. But uh, you know, right. you know, John, if you want to hook it up, we'll be glad to go. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, tell you, we'll pull the, we'll we'll have to catch yeah. enough salmon to pick a winner that we want to get mounted. So is that is that the text? Yeah, well, just maybe guess uh, the wrong fish? maybe if, if Captain if Captain Jeff listens to this podcast, maybe when they hit a thousand uh, likes now, because you guys can help them out. That's right. Oh, we'll. yeah. Captain you, Jeff is you know, on our radar okay. now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe when he gets a thousand likes, maybe he'll just throw a trip to your guys' way. Well, how guys, there's four of us in here. What's this? How about this? Captain Jeff, we'll come out there. We'll go fishing. We'll do a podcast while we're fishing. Yeah. And uh, do it on the boat. Nice. We'll do it on the boat. We have the equipment. We can do this. We can pull this off, Captain Jeff. And uh, everyone's going to hear 28 countries. They'll hear about your uh, your fishing charter, and they're going to come out and want to hang out with you. And uh so yeah, we'll see you soon, Captain Jeff. <laughs> now, yeah. what, what is his? Yeah. What's his Facebook again? It's uh, I, I believe it's Trident Sport Fishing. Uh, it might be Trident. Let me actually I'll look it up. Trident right Sport now. Fishing Trident. LLC. Yes, that's it. We'll so figure it out. Now, and we'll put a link in the description yeah. of the episode. So everybody, go like that. Go hit a thousand likes. Uh, Win us a fishing trip. Yeah, because <laughs> Lord knows we That's need a vacation. <laughs> he's got a pin. He's got it pinned to the top of his uh, his Facebook page there. So I mean, you can see he's got some pretty uh, great pictures there. And he's got a great operation, so he's a real good guy. And you know, we were happy to partner with him this year and, and get some fishing done, and hopefully continue to do that. You know, for years to come. Super yeah. cool. So, Super cool. So what are you? Yeah, what, we've what, got. No, go ahead. Uh, what were you? Are you looking forward to the most for this season? You know, I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, for deer season this year. I mean, I've been, I've been working, uh, you know, on on this land that I've been hunting for the last, you know, five six years, um, and, and really getting it to where I want it to be as far as you know, managed properly. And um, you know, we we put on some antler point restrictions um, on this property, and you know, the last couple of years we put in some food plots, and you know, we're we're really trying to grow. Um, the herd up there if you would mm-hmm. and you know produce some produce some decent sized bucks see the problem that we have like in michigan and it, i'm sure it's everywhere too is you know you get a lot of guys that you know shoot the first thing that they see so it's a spike horn it's a small four pointer a quality i like that yeah <laughs> we call you them know, white I mean, bucks it, here <laughs> yeah see and that's and, and you know and that's fine and dandy i mean listen i mean to each their own i'm not you know i'm not going to preach to anybody about shooting big bucks or anything like right, that or right, shooting right. little bucks i mean you know i don't know their situation i mean some guys hunt state land you know they might only see a spike horn yeah. um but you know for me you know I, I you know i've shot a lot of deer in my lifetime and you know i feel like i've shot enough small ones and i've shot mm-hmm. enough those that you know the last few years for myself you know um, to be honest with you, I mean, I'll shoot a doe to put some meat in the freezer, and then after I'm done with that, I can be patient, and, mm-hmm. you know, I can sit I can sit out the rest of the year and, and wait for, you know, a nice big buck. And you know what? And if it doesn't show up, it doesn't show up. I'm not, you know, I'm not in it to, uh, you know, 
just kill monsters and just, you know, or just shoot a deer, period. You know, I want, you know, a decent sized deer now. And, um, I guess that, you know, it's just me maturing as a, as a hunter and, you know, wanting to properly manage, you know, what I've got going on. So we take a lot of those out, you know, just to kind of regulate the numbers there. There's a lot of them there. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I mean, we, we, we try to do like an eight pointer better. Um, so that way we're seeing more of them. And, you know, the last few years we've had some monster bucks and, uh, you know, this year on my trail cameras, I'm not going to, you know, say how big, but cause I don't want people to come. They know where I hunt. I don't want them coming over. <laughs> and shooting but, uh, you know, we, 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 we've seen probably a handful of, you know, definite shooter bucks this year. And, um, you know, so I'm excited about that and I'm excited for the guys that I've got going down to Ohio this year. I mean, they're, you know, they've got deer like I've never even seen before. And, you know, anybody that hunts Michigan knows that, you know, the deer down in Ohio are freaks. I mean, they're oh, just yeah. huge. We've got you know, the same we... thing in Illinois, too. You know, I mean, you guys get some monsters. You know? Oh, yeah, it's just a fact. I mean, you know, it's just it's it, just a known fact. Uh, we've got some some buddies. I'm actually wearing one of their shirts right now. Big shout-out to the O-Town Outdoor Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they hunt uh, oh, nice. Ohio and um did they super good dudes? So uh, send some send some giant deer their way if you would. <laughs> I do. Yeah, have, I, do. I mean I I love them from to come up here. <laughs> the <Hey>. deer, <laughs> I do have a. Try have to a, keep. No, go, no, go ahead. I, I I got a question. Um, in I know a couple states are weird. I didn't know if Michigan was like this because I try to keep them regulations. Can you hunt on Sundays in Michigan? Yes. Okay. Um, I you know I I say yes. Um. I think there are select towns or, uh, you know, cities, if you would, that, you know, like, uh, like smaller rural cities that, that might put a, a, a restriction on that. I've heard about it and it's not like, a you know, a statewide thing by any means. I know that's like that in Ohio, I think, isn't it? You can't hunt on Sunday. I think a lot of Eastern States, I was going to say, yeah. if there's towns like that in Michigan, no one gives a shit because no one cares to live there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You beat that's... me to the punch. I was going to say something, but you know, you guys interrupted me. So oh yeah, they, yeah. They're all excited. They're number four in the AP rankings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's an interesting thing for me is I always wondered like where that whole thing came from. I don't know if that's like a religious thing is where that that is uh originated from or just because it's sunday i don't have anything else to really that's why they stop don't do beer sales uh, a lot of times is because you know you're supposed to be in church and not drinking well (laughs) football's on so you know i and yeah i I mean it kind of goes hand in hand right (laughs) yeah i can understand not selling beer on the you know on sunday because you should be hunting but it's just such a weird (laughs) weird deal to me it's like how come I can't just have Monday off then during? You well, know? we've yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's a, a good point. But we've <laughs> talked about this before on the podcast too. And the Sunday thing is really interesting to me. But you know, if you're a working class bow hunter, eh, eh, and you work, uh-huh. you only got Saturday, and you only, you work Saturdays, then what? Yeah. Then you can't you're hunt screwed. at all. Yeah, but yeah, but I can see a positive to it if. If nobody can hunt on Sundays, you get to sleep in. You get to sleep in, yeah, and feast and watch <laughs> That's football. The That's why, again, number Can't four in the football. AP rankings. Well, it depends on when this podcast comes out, but less pressure on the deer that day. But you if you don't get to I mean, hunt it, them at it, all, it, who gives a shit? Well, but it's but it's less pressure on them. So maybe there's those guys who you know work on Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday are their days off, so the deer weren't pressured the day before. Maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, but what if you work 
That's not why at all. What if you work Monday through Saturday (laughs) and then you can't hunt Sunday? (laughs) When are you going to hunt? Well, then you get a new job. (laughs) Isn't it Canada? Is it Canada or Alaska that you can't fly and hunt on the same day? Just quit your job and go hunt. That's all you got. Can't remember. Is it Alaska yeah. or Canada? Wait, what? I think we're all working. I think we're all working towards that in one way or another. Yeah, we right? are. Yeah. yeah, right. Mark. Well, there's somewhere where I just haven't found. I just haven't found a way to do it yet. But when I figure it out, I'll let you get. Is do you know? Is I it promise. is it Canada or Alaska that you can't fly and hunt on the same day? Do you I, know? I don't know. I think. I've heard I that know. numerous times. One of the places you can't fly in and hunt on the same day. I, I know. I've heard that. I don't know. I want to say it's Alaska, but maybe I it's, think so. I'm not sure. Because I've seen guys like in the caribou migration, they fly in and see them. They're like, "Well, we got to land here. Right. We got to go find them because uh, we can't go and get them." Yeah, this, you know. Yeah, maybe Canada. Actually, but, uh, all right. Let's get let's get back to our guest. Sorry, John. We went on a little tangent. I'm glad he didn't hang up on us and stick around. But um, you know, the last time we talked. Um, you know, the things are going good. Uh, we watched a couple of the episodes, you know, you're in bear camp. Uh, yeah. What's, can you give us a sneak preview of what's coming up for, for anybody who's uh, whatever, when you're listening and where can we find you? Cause I want to get into this a little bit. Where can people watch experience wild? So, you know, you can go on our website at experiencewild.com. Um, everything's posted up on there. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, which we actually, we kind of, we haven't broken away from Bow Hunter Planet's YouTube channel. Um, but we, we started our own because we're, we're trying to make it like its own hub. I know we kind of talked about that a little bit last time. Um, you know, because what we'd like to do is maybe do something like the My Hunt series uh, that Bow Hunter Planet's doing, but maybe for Experience Wild as well and kind of open that up. But, um, you know, we've we've got we've got a snow goose hunt that hopefully we'll be getting out uh, and airing here. You know, we try to air things when it's relevant. You know, and and that's you know that's hard to do sometimes with uh, some of the footage that we get because it's just you know kind of off the wall. But we're hoping that you know we're gonna have some great duck and goose footage this year, um, which it's hard to self film a duck or a goose hunt. I don't know if you guys have ever duck or goose hunted before, but um, you know you got to be kind of quick at you know moving your your shotgun around and. And to do that and move a camera at the same time is a little hard. Can but we're hoping that that's gonna, yeah. So we're hoping that we're we're gonna we're gonna work some stuff out this year where I think you know I'll do some filming for uh, Chris and Chris will do some filming for me and you know same thing with Chad and Laura. We're just gonna try to rotate it a little bit and, and make it fun and exciting. And then of course you know we'll have some uh, we should have some great white tail footage this year. Um, I actually have a white tail hunt from last year. I think we're gonna put out here sooner than later. Um, but I did with my uh, my rifle. I actually shot a doe um, on opening day at like 8.30 in the morning. And then literally five minutes later, I ended up shooting uh, an eight-point that was running across this uh, this field at like 300 yards um, with my 300 Winchester Magnum. So that was pretty exciting um, was there anything to be left? able to do that as it was running. Yeah, I yeah, know. It was actually kind of crazy because it did like a – I can't remember if in the video you could actually see it or not, but when I shot it, it actually did like a front flip um, when it got hit because it was like in a full run, and it got up and ran like 100 yards. I don't know how the thing got up, especially if I shot it with that cannon, but it did. <laughs> um, so, you know, we got that, and then we're we're actually really excited about this new partnership that we have with Crossman, and uh, I actually have a Jim Shockey Signature Series Steel Eagle um, which is a 22 caliber piston driven 
uh, air gun. And the thing, yeah, the thing is very impressive. Let me tell you, it actually has a suppressor on it, and it is whisper quiet. Wow. It's an air gun? An air gun, yes. And I'm not kidding you. This thing's no joke. It it has, like, a little kick to it. It's not like shooting a twenty-two. You know, if you shoot a twenty-two all day long, and you know you're you're comfortable, you're fine. This thing has a little bit of a like a little little punch to it, and uh, they say it can take up to like a coyote. That's what I was gonna say. I've seen people shoot coyotes with them, and maybe even small hogs, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild on their website. Well, and so they actually have Dave actually has Dave Thomas, the owner of Planet, has the uh, I think it's called a three fifty-seven bulldog, and that thing there's like I think there's videos of like people shooting like, like yeah, like you said, like bigger animals. I think somebody shot like a kudu or something with one. Hmm. Oh, really? A kudu? Yeah, I'm sure they did. It. I'm sure they did it at a ranch. But yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. better have a you better it's put a, that shot good. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> it's impressive. A, yeah, it's called the three three fifty seven bulldog. So um, I don't actually have that. Dave said I could use it whenever I wanted to, but uh, yeah, actually it's on their on their uh, their web page. It's not a kudu, but it's some African game animal. Some guy shot with it. Wow, that's um, impressive either way. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. And then so we also have uh, in one of the airboats, the controversial airboats. Okay, I was going to oh, ask yeah. you about oh, this. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here John, we go. John, let me tell you first yep. before you say anything else. Uh, I was going to ask you what your opinion was on those. Um, we had a... Um, a state senator in here, I don't know, a few weeks ago, three, four weeks uh, ago. A month ago, maybe? About a month ago. Um, on, And those got brought up, and he, he asked what we thought of them, and uh, we kind of got into discussion about that. No, no, we, yeah, we got into discussion. Kurt got really rude. I didn't get rude. Oh. I didn't get rude. John, tell me about the airbows and what you think of them, please. So... I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, you know, to be honest with you, I, I think there's I think there's a place for this thing. Um, I don't think it's for your everyday bow hunter. I That's mean, what I said. I mean, you've got, you've got crossbows. You've got all kinds of stuff. Now, I think this is a great tool for somebody that, you know, maybe can't pull back a bow because of a shoulder injury or has, a, you know, trouble, can't even cock a crossbow. I mean, it, it makes sense for a lot of people that maybe want to hunt that can't hunt because of restrictions, right? Um, whether it's a disability or, or, or whatever. Now, where I think this thing would be amazingly fun is, like, with hogs. Like, I don't care what anybody says, but I would pick up this air bow in two seconds and shoot a hog all day long. Yeah. Um, I, I, think it has, I think it has a place. I really do. Um, I don't think that it will – I think it's one of those things that – I mean, again, it's controversial – and and I and I love Crossman. I love all a lot of their products, and I love this product. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I think it's going to be hard for um, states to recognize it as a an archery device, if you would, because of number one, the way it looks and the way it shoots. And I get it shoots an arrow, um, but it's it's pretty dang accurate, man. And it's really fun to shoot. It is really fun to shoot. Um, yeah, my you know, for. For me, I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't personally shoot a deer with it. But like I said, I mean hogs or you know a coyote or something. I think it'd be fun. Right, and that's I think that's what I said. I can't remember how exactly 
how I worded it, but I thought, you know, predators and nuisance animals and varmints, like, yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. But as far as, like, being something, if, if it's anything other than just, like, being accepted into the regular archery season, it, it, that's where my issue gets into it. Like, it's, it's not propelled by human i guess uh like you're not pulling a string back and letting the string go that's, that's it's not manual anymore it's not it, manual but neither is a crossbow's half manual but it, i mean yeah. may, maybe not even that anymore but and, and nothing against either or like you know with we're all hunters we're all in the same family and i'm going to support it no matter what but i just don't think that should be included into the archery seasons yeah because you're yeah. pulling a trigger. The, the technology's too new. I, I think, you know, and I'm not saying we're the old guys like, you know, for the old yeah. recurve guys when the compound bow came out. You know, they they probably had that that hang up too. But where I'm looking at is, you know, yeah, you're you're shooting it with air. And if you put it in through the whole archery season, you know, you're going to have, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with Kurt. It's just you're not really doing a whole lot you're just pulling a trigger now granted with a crossbow hey but, but we're not saying it's not fun no yeah exactly we're not right. saying it's not fun oh i bet this thing would be super fun to try and shoot it like you know try and shoot it 100 yards i bet it would be fun no, well, it's a, so a spud gun is fun too <laughs> but it's not yeah. practical it's a good point <laughs> you know, it's, yeah it's the best you know, point you've well, ever made I mean, oh good and i'll be honest with you i mean i, I believe it'll have i believe it has a place and like I said, again, I mean, you know, I, I think it's going to give opportunities to people that, you know, maybe normally wouldn't have the opportunity to harvest an animal during that particular season. Um, right. You know, and again, I mean, like there's there's a lot of disabled people out there, man, that can't, you know, that that maybe can't, you know what I mean, that, that can't draw, you know, pull a, a string back on a crossbow or, you know, can't, you know, work the crank themselves or, you know, obviously can't draw a bow. You know, again, I mean, it's going to be one of those things. I mean, I know that, you know, the the Michigan uh, uh, Deer Digest this year, I actually was just looking at it. Um, you know, there's a there's a little section in the bottom of it that says, you, you know, something about, you know, air bows are not legal this year. Um, you know, and, and they already came out with a lot of this information and stuff. And I know, you know, Croston's working at, uh, you know, getting it in front of, you know, all of the you know, Department of Natural Resources and pretty much every state around, um, you know, so they're, they're trying. And, you know, again, you know, uh, it's it's one of those things I, I really can't, you know, comment too much on because, I, I, I mean, you know, again, I don't have one. So I, I love their I love their products, you know, as far as their air guns and everything like that's concerned. Um, you know, they actually have some really killer crossbows, too, at a really good price. I don't know if you guys have checked out their crossbows, their center point crossbows. Um, not to change subjects, but, uh, you know, they've got some really nice crossbows at very reasonable prices. Hmm. Um, you guys can check them out on, you know, crossman.com under their archery section. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, only time will tell what happens with the airbow, right? Yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely interesting, and I, it's definitely a topic that needs to be discussed amongst hunters. And what you know, but what better way to discuss it for the public to hear, and then they can put in their input. And well, right, and there's um, always going to yeah. be new stuff coming like this out, so it's it's going to be discussed from now on. I mean, right. it always happens. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm not against it by any means, and I don't want to come off the wrong way. And like, and whenever we discuss something controversial, it. We don't mean to be totally bashing something. You got to remember, like I understand 
the idea behind it and all that. I get it. And especially, like you said, if someone that's um, injured or has a disability and they can't get a, a pull a crossbow back or whatever it is, I, I, yeah. I understand that completely. I do. But, you know, it just needs to be um, talked about and whatever else. And, like, we had a listener email us, and, John, I don't know what your opinion is or what the law is in Michigan um, about deer track or about dogs tracking wounded deer. Yeah. And like I said, it's like, I see why people would be against it, but I see the benefits to it. And here's what could be wrong with it. Here's what could be right for it. And we got to, it, it, go, it goes both ways, right? It really does. It goes both ways. And we got an email with yeah. someone that was like, well, this is how we do it where I live with dogs and this. And, and I think they kind of took what I said about, um, tracking wounded deer with dogs the wrong way. And, it's kind of just like, yeah. well, I, it's not that I'm either way left or way right with it. I'm just, we, we have to discuss both sides of it as I guess you could say we're the, a public voice in a, in a form on stuff like this. Sure. And it gets people well, thinking, thinking about that type of shit. A you know? Venn diagram. Oh yeah. Yeah. A Venn diagram. Oh, and I think, I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think it's uh well, we, we do have uh you know, companies over here in Michigan that do have uh you know, deer tracking hounds. Um, you know, there's a couple of different companies that, you know, will, uh, they advertise, you know, helping you find your, you know, your deer and whatnot. I mean, so, you know, and, and I'm, I follow a few of them on Facebook and, you know, it, you see the recoveries that they have, you know, which is great. You know, I mean, it could be like a kid's first deer, right? Yeah. And, yep. you know, they don't have a, a well-placed shot on it, you know, a kid's 10 years old and, you know, he just shot like the buck of his life, you know, at 10 years old and, you know, dad wants to help the kid find it. They track it. They can't find it. No blood. You know, they put these dogs on them, and they're usually like little dachshunds, from what I've seen. <laughs> and you know, they end up they end up finding mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's it's one of those things, man. You know, where where the the community needs to. You know, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of decisions that are made that you know, don't necessarily involve you know the hunters or the hunting community and you know, things happen that, you know, we might not necessarily agree with, but we were never asked our opinion on either, you know. And, yeah. You know, the Department of Natural Resources is, is, is great for, you know, you know, for the states. I'm not going to say that they're, they're horrible people because they're not. I mean, I've ran into a lot of, you know, conservation officers and, you know, I've, I've sat in on some meetings here and there, um, you know, with certain, you know, different things in regards to hunting and whatnot. And, you know, I think they do mean well. But, you know, it'd be nice if they would get the input of more than just a small group of people. And, you know, they try. I know they send out surveys and, you know, they try to collect all this data. And, you know, but, you know, again, I mean, we as hunters need to stand together and, you know, make our opinions known as well. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, you never know until you try. Right. So. For sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes you got to rally a troop. I mean, I mean, look at what happened to the Bomars. I mean, I didn't want to go there, but I mean, it, you <laughs> well, know, with Under Armour and everything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And John, if, we got an email know, on that too, and that's another thing. Like yeah. we weren't, when we talked about that situation, and uh, we weren't really we weren't trying to bash Under Armour in our discussion. Um, but we're not, talking not, about not it as Midwest hunters, as Midwest hunters. You know, and yeah. John, John, I don't know your opinion on it, but I think I kind of said maybe this is what. Uh, I don't think it really it pissed off a listener, but I feel like they, they gave us what they thought, and I love that, that they even interacted yeah. with us, and that, that's what we want our yeah. listeners to do is we interact want feedback. with us. Like, we don't want just feedback. turn us off. Like, talk to us. We want to listen. Yeah, and that's what this listener did, yeah. so, which is great, and I just mailed them out a bunch of stickers today. Um, but actually, 
what, what I said, you know, what I think, what I said, and I don't know what your opinion is. Like, you know, you know, I get the whole Under Armour thing. Like, Under Armour makes great products, puts out cool stuff. But if we all would have just stuck with hunting companies that were just strictly hunting companies in the first place, you wouldn't even yeah. be having these type of issues. Yeah. No, and that's and you're you're exactly right. I mean, you, you hit it on the head. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, Under Armour is a huge juggernaut of a company, right? And they have a lot of big name, you know, athletes. And you know, if you look at it on a grand scale, I mean, I forget what the numbers were, but they, you know, they're public numbers because they're a publicly traded company. I want to say they did like four billion dollars in sales last year, and out of that four billion dollars, hunting. Uh, only contributed, I want to say, like $400 million. Not to say that it's not a small amount of money, but if you look at it on the scale, $400 million to them when they make $4 billion is really nothing. Right. It's um, a very, very like, small so portion. It's a quick buck it, for them. Like if hunting went away and they had no product line in hunting, they it don't w- give it two shits yeah, about it. They wouldn't bat an eye about yeah. it. But again, you know, we're kind of, well, you know, again, when we're talking about both sides, hey, if don't some of these outside companies have great products like look like look at yeti yeah you know yeah, they're yeah. they're they're a cooler what, what are you putting cooler warm beer to make yeah. it cold or now meat. all of a sudden or meat and now they're in the hunting industry you know kind of a i'm not saying they run always an outside company it was probably a bad example but like you know the under armor did you know under armor was always famous for like the the when you would wear rash their, guards, their rash guards, and that's yeah, what I when, no, known. it was the um, the the like the super like the the super tight um, the thermal stuff, the thermal stuff, yeah. And then when you yeah. can start introducing some stuff in that into hunting, other companies will pick up. So that's kind of why I was always like, you know, if if these outside companies can make it more comfortable and easier, and um, you know, just just a better quality product to hunt with, you know, that's kind of where I'm hung up with and not to not to get too deep into right, it right right but we are looking at both sides of it that's very true that's right what mm-hmm. we're doing yeah you know and that's where like you know i mean and it was it was amazing to see the hunting community uh come together and support the bomars and i agree 100 percent that you know i mean from this point on i mean i had a lot of under armor stuff and to be honest with you i mean i'm not i, I sold all mine i'm not i'm not supporting a company that doesn't stand with or support hunters to the degree, um, you know, when something is done 100% legally, um, even, you know... It, Mar- Mark it's, it's is just, agreeing with you right now. I'm, high, yeah, f- I'm high-fiving you yeah. right now. Yeah. It, you know, and that's and that's where, like, you know, Dave Thomas said it, you know, best, I think, you know, right after the whole thing happened, and he said, you know, for us, by us, so FUBU, you know, Dude, when you said the four hunters, by hunters, I thought FUBU, but I wasn't yeah. going to go there. I'm glad you did. I yeah. did, too, right away. I was uh, looking at no. Steve right when you... Because you saw me start to crack yeah. up. Now i got to be a little more mature. We're not doing FUBU, but, but thank you. But it's, but it's true. It's true, though, if you think about it. So support a company that supports hunters. So yeah. You know, for a clothing company that is solely in the hunting industry, those are the people that you want to support. Scent Blocker came out, did a 50% deal. Scent Lock came out, did a 50% deal um, where they were saying, hey, listen, you know, we'll support you 100%. You know, as long as it's a legal kill, we will support you guys and the hunting community. And, and that's, and that's what we need. I mean, you know, we're a brotherhood, right? So we've Absolutely. got all these great guys and these great gals, uh, you know, that do things legally and do it the right way. So why shouldn't we support a company that's going to support us and not just, you know, throw us under the bus, you know, the first chance they get when the antis come out and say, Oh, you know, they killed it with a spear. 
You know, what do you think people did, you know, 500 years ago before, you know, you know, guns were even around? How do you think your your ancestors did this? Right. Probably more brutally, too, you know, if we're being honest. Well, survival back then, I mean, you had to do it. You know, it's weird. Like, we take animals so ethically, but, like, look at how they used to kill mammoths. And for those of you who don't know, they used to get them in a pit and they would fall in this giant hole, and then they dump rocks on them till the thing was dead. Yep. So, yep. making sure we have an accurate shot to kill an animal, I, I don't think it's that bad. Stevie Moe, right. the fact factory over here on the podcast. <laughs> that today. was like the one thing I remembered from going to school for like twelve and a half years. That was it. <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. I'm not anti. Well, I, I mean, well, I'm not. No, I, I, I think we just need to stand together, man. You know, and I think that that's you know the moral of the story, and it's it's kind of a shame that it had to come out the way it did. Um, but you know, to see the outpouring and the the support, you know, by the hunters for the Bomars and everything like that, I mean, it was just phenomenal. And yeah, you know, I know people are boycotting Under Armour. Like I said, I mean, they make great products, but they should have never, ever, ever gotten into the hunting industry. Yeah. Period. And the story never should have gotten into the hunting industry yep. if they're not going to support, you know, the people that are, you know, helping them make money in sales. It's true. Um, it's very you know. true. Um, and I know people, and I know people will still support Under Armour. They'll still wear their hunting stuff, and that's fine. I mean, to each their own. But you'll never catch me in another piece of Under Armour. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. Well, the thing is, too, is like I'm not boycotting Under Armour. Like I guess I just don't give that much of a shit. I won't buy. I won't go out and buy their camo. But I have Under Armour shoes that I'm still going to wear, but I'm not going to wear them hunting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm wearing yeah. Under Armour stuff yeah. that was made as just being regular mainstream Under Armour. You know what I mean? But the thing yep. is, like, Scent Block and Scent Locker, or Scent Scent Blocker Lock. and Scent there Block. Go. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I, had a little, had a little mixed up there. I'll get it right. They had that whole lawsuit um, going on where Scent Lock beat Scent Blocker. And this whole lawsuit yep. thing, because that's how judicial systems work. But, yeah, yeah, no, you know, you know what I mean. But, but yeah, I, that I still never should have happened either. I still have a scent blocker suit and hat, and I love that gear, and I'm still going to wear it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I don't care if it's proven less effective or whatever the whole deal was from scent lock. It's I'm gold jacket, green jacket. Next time you go to buy <laughs> Under Armour something, though, will you think twice about it? Oh, I won't buy Under Armour hunting clothes yeah, from see, now on. So it affected tons of people. So absolutely, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think just the you know the moral of the story is you know I mean and it goes it goes uh, you know in so many different ways too. I mean, it's just you know just supporting each other and you know stop the bashing. I mean, we see it all the time, like you know on the Facebook forums, you know where the ten year old kid shoots a, you know his first buck of his life and it's a three point. And people are like, oh, I can't believe you shot that. It's like, come on, you know. I mean, let's. Right. Let's stand together. That's our future generations here. You know, uh, you know that's the people that are going to be taking over our legacy one day and, and continuing mm-hmm. what we do. And you know, if that dies off, then guess what? I mean, we've got nothing. You Absolutely. know, Absolutely, hundred percent agree. So right I just there. say, I just say, stand together, and you know, let's keep fighting the fight and right. supporting each other, and stop throwing each other under the bus, and you know, just bad mouthing each other. Well, John, let me tell you so. a funny story real quick. I have my very first book ever hanging in the studio. I have a shoulder mount. My dad, um, you know, was awesome enough to get my first book mounted, and I'll do the same thing with my kids. If, if I'm lucky enough they get into hunting, their first deer, I'll mount it. Their first buck, I'll get it mounted. I have it hanging in the studio in the corner, and it's a little tight rack seven point, and we had a guest in here one time that sat down and looked up and said, like was kind of like hating on me a little bit. He's like, "Oh, that's cute," <laughs> and I'm like, 
Well, I was like 13 when I shot it, but uh, <laughs> thanks for being a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I mean, I, I just took. I actually, we just had our youth on our Michigan youth on last weekend, and I, I actually took out my uh, my ten year old uh, daughter, and uh, we actually sat out in the pouring rain for half a day, and she had enough and wanted to go back, and then I went back in the afternoon, and I ended up taking out my uh, my, my seven year old son. So we didn't end up seeing anything, but you know, I tell you what, man, we had an absolute blast just talking and just hanging out, and just you know, the experience. spending time together, and that's. And that's what it's all about, man. It's just, you know, the experience that you have with, you know, a future generation and, and tr- teaching them and, and raising them right, you know, and, and teaching them these skills that they can utilize one day, you know, to put food on the table and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just get out there and experience, you know, just, you know, the experience. God's creation and experience just, you know, wild. and just enjoy it. You know? <laughs> yeah, experience, experience wild. Experience wild. Exactly. And the bowhunter planet name keeps, is... So cool too. <laughs> it, keeps, it keeps coming. It keeps coming. Or all everything. I mean, I'm telling you, everything in this world evolves around experience. Wow. Yeah. Hey. So it does. Okay. You now, know, John. I want to ask you: When you take a kid out hunting, what is your opinion on if you take a kid hunting? Do you put him in a tree stand, a ground blind, or a redneck blind? You know, one of them little fancy deals. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? So I, I mean, do you want him to get? This is what it's really about, or do you kind of give him the? Uh, this is, yeah, this is kind of uh, uh, your training day a little bit. Uh, yes. So if I had my way, if I had my way, because I've got a few two-man ladder stands that I, I use uh, throughout the season. Um, if I had my way, I would have them up in a tree stand. Um, but uh, given that, you know, my wife uh, <laughs> doesn't necessarily want them up in a tree stand, you know, this, this uh, last time, actually when I took them out turkey hunting earlier this year too, um, we sat in a, uh, like a, you know, one of those Ameristep pop-up lines, um, which is fine. I mean, you know, I, you know, my kids talk so much when we're sitting out there that, I mean, it's, it's really no surprise that we don't see anything. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, you know, it's, it, it's, it works. You know, I've had this pop-up line set up probably for the last year. Um, I had it out for late season last year during the winter. Um, and I haven't moved it since and it's just been sitting there. So, um, you know, these deer, I actually have trail cam pictures of deer, like, you know, walking right up to it and just eating right next to it. I've got turkeys that are, you know, I had a, I actually had a turkey decoy outside of the blind and I had a, a Tom that was like literally on top of it, <laughs> just right in front of the blind, they're flapping his wings. It was kind of funny. Um, but you know, I, I, I uh, I'll put them in a pop-up line, you know, all day long. If, if if that's what it takes to get them outside, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll do whatever. You know, I'd much rather have them out there and, and seeing what I see um, when I'm out there during hunting season than having you know staring at a, a Kindle or an iPad or you know playing Super Mario Brothers on the uh, Wii uh, <laughs> or watching or watching TV. You know what I mean? So yeah. and they, you know, Definitely. I've been fortunate that my kids really seem to be very passionate about the outdoors. All four of them, you know, love to fish and you know, they all four of them want to go hunting all the time, but it's, you know, I can't take them all at the same time. So I have to kind of, right. you know, I have a scheduled, scheduled rotation that I, uh, that I do. <laughs> so, well, that uh, and their dad's you know, on a hunting show, man. I mean, yeah. what else? I yeah. Bet, I bet the well, favorite you know, kid want, gets the best day. They all want a piece of the pie. What was that about the favorite kid? Oh, the favorite kid gets the best hunting days, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're, they're all, uh, it's funny because when, whenever I, you know, whenever it's one of the other kids' turns, you know, they all, 
they all put up a little fight, you know, oh, you know, come on, Dad, you know, can I go too? Or, you know, it's like, well, the blind's not that big, guys, you know. (laughs) Well, the cool thing is, is like, your kids are going to get to see things that, and even now as as adults, I don't even feel like an adult, but when I break it down, I really am. Like, other adults my age and stuff that I got to see when my dad took me hunting growing up, like, I know more of, like, what's in our real-world wilderness here in Illinois than most people do that are 60, 70 that have never hunted. They're, like, they don't know half the stuff that goes on out there, and it's, like, a very, very strange disconnect that kind of It kind of blows your mind, don't it? It's, yeah. like, it's like a very obvious ignorance. It's like it's not that I'm judging them, but I'm like, man, you don't really know what even happens in your own environment. Like... In your backyard. Like people don't understand like what coyotes do and what they are. You know what I mean? That yeah. blows my mind. They're like, oh, man, they're vicious animals. Oh, they're coming up in my backyard. It's just like you hear them talking. It's just so there's such a distance when with how they talk about things. Whereas like, oh, right, yeah, right. like I've been right up in their environment and have seen them and I, I know what they're like and I know their body language. And it's just a weird disconnect when you talk to people that have never hunted. You know, hunters get to oh, yeah. experience. God, we're back at it. Experience, experience wild, experience wild, experience wild, exactly. Experience wild. All right, let's we'll say this: working class bow I hunter goes to experience wild, and we're all inside this one big bow hunter planet. There you yeah. go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Exactly. Uh, had to go there, man. I knew that was coming. Dave Thomas and Wendy's, because someone made a Wendy's reference, and I knew. All right, so. they, they always, they always do. They always do, actually. It's funny. Uh, there was a post that I saw one time. David posted something, or somebody had posted something, and they're like, oh, I didn't know uh, the founder of Wendy's had a hunting show or something like that. It was kind of funny. But, you know, he hears it all the time. He doesn't care. You know, he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Oh, he yeah. just laughs about it. He's know? heard it his whole life, I'm sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. John, anything else you want to add for the show today? You know, so uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, is another thing that we uh, we we kind of started lately, and it's uh, it's called Red Viking Media, um, and uh, basically it's a uh, it's a site uh, where we do uh, you know photography, videography, drone work. Um, so what we're what we're trying to do is we're trying to you know open up options for not only people in the hunting industry, but you know obviously businesses and things of that nature to get you know videos and um, you know, help them with marketing and things of that nature. And, uh, you know, Red Viking Media is, uh, you know, going to be a support system for, uh, for Experience Wild and, and, you know, uh, you know, moving forward, you know, doing our editing and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of great things going on. You know, there's, there's really nothing that we're not going to try or that we're not going to, uh, you know, get our hands into and try to be successful doing so. That's another uh, venture that we have that we're we just started and we're just starting to work on, and uh, you know we're, we're doing we're actually going to be doing a video for a uh, for a guy that has a piece of property that's been for sale for about I don't know eight years, and on the uh, the listing the real estate listing there's one aerial photo, and this property's been for sale forever, and I'm like you know what are you doing, you know you guys need some like real photography, you need some drone. Drone work will fly the drone over the property and help you sell this thing. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of options there with Red Viking Media. And, uh, you know, we're, we're helping people brand their businesses and get videos and get creative with things. So, cool. You should check it out when you guys get a minute. You know, check out redvikingmedia.com. And then, yeah. of course, you know, ex- experiencewild.com. And then, you know, as always, bowhunterplanet.com. 
Cool. Um, we'll add all that mecca. in the description of the episode. The mecca. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, I'm, I'm awesome. sorry. Yeah, and you're also on uh, Instagram, too, uh, experience underscore yep. wild. Yep. Um, check yep. that out. Bowhunter Planets go. on Instagram, too. So um, yep. get your you media fill. Yeah, and you can find us on Facebook, too, at, at Experience Wild. So, I mean, we're all over the place. And, of course, you know, follow, uh, you know, go on to the Bowhunter Planet website, uh, bowhunterplanet.com, and subscribe uh, to the page there. And, you know, they, they send out, uh, you know, they have a blog. Um, you know, they send out, uh, I, I believe it's like a monthly newsletter, uh, you know, with updates and things that are going on uh, within Bowhunter Planet and also, you know, uh, industry-related things that come up. Um you know, like the Bowmars, they, they did a nice little article uh, on the blog there. Um, you know, we have our, actually another one, too. I don't know if you guys get them. You guys might. Midwest Hunting and Fishing uh, Magazine. Yeah. I don't um, have it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but uh, you can also find that, I believe, on the Bowhunter Planet website. Uh, I'll link to their page. Um, we actually write a lot of articles uh, for that magazine. Um, so it's... Uh, it's a good read. Uh, I think they sell them at like Kroger and, you know, a bunch of other places. Meyer, I think, is another one. I think hy V for our local uh, Iowa, yeah. Illinois listeners. I think they have them there. Yeah, my dad gets those. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that you guys should have that because uh, you guys have Kroger, right? Mm-hmm. There's Don't a few, have, I think. There's a few around. Okay. Don't we all have Kroger? <laughs> 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 well, um, so that I guess that's it then. Um, yeah, I know we'll check back in. I know Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet um, is going to be on soon. We're not sure when, and then um, we're talking. I think we're going to come up there to you guys and do a podcast in your guys' studio. Um, hey, awesome! Hopefully I've, this winter. I hope. I don't know when exactly, but we're hoping we can get up there. I've never been to Michigan. No, that'd be awesome. You know, yeah, you guys will love it up here. I mean, you know, I know you guys talk all the crap about it. <laughs> hey, nothing that you guys don't bring on your own selves, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so, I mean, you know, and I know I know Dave wants to get some of the other shows on as well. I know, uh, you know, Hunt Series, for example, you know, probably have Jamie Noteboom on there, um, you know, from, from the Hunt Series show, and then probably Ron Reslow from Bone Driven. And, you know, each one of those guys are, uh, you know, very big, intricate parts to, to both of those shows, and they like to talk shop, too. Um, yeah. you know, Ron's a great, great hunter. You know, he's got a lot of years of experience and Jamie's the same way. Um, you know, and very knowledgeable about the industry and, uh, you know, they like to have fun. So, um, you know, I, I think that'd be good. We get those guys on there and, you know, help you guys, uh, along with the podcast and, you know, definitely want to do this again, uh, you know, some other time, you know, when some other things are going on, you know, later in the season, maybe we can start talking, uh, you know. Uh, about things we'll have going on over the winter, like ice fishing and stuff like that. So Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. I'm hoping by the time we get up there, we get to maybe do a little bit of that, and we'll do a podcast up there with yeah. everyone, and it'll be a good time. And, you know, we'll keep in touch, and you're you're welcome back on anytime. Yeah, I mean, we show you guys a good time up here, man. You know, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of, lot, of, lot of opportunity up here, depending on how long you guys are here for. You know, we can get you out to maybe some of the property and, do some squirrel hunting, maybe some coyote hey. or, you know, ice fishing. You know, depending on what time of year it is, you guys come up here, man. We'll figure out something. We'll have some fun. Sounds Absolutely. good. Well, thanks, John. Uh, we'll have links to everything we talked about in the episode in the description. Like I always say, it's all there. Uh, John, stick around on the phone for a sec. Um, 
everyone, we love you so much. Thanks for listening, supporting us. Um, huge growth lately in the last couple of months, and uh, we're super, super, super thankful. We couldn't do it without you. Definitely, definitely not. Um, once again, how about this? We'll do a we'll do a random drawing. We'll do a koozie and a couple of stickers, and uh, we'll do go ahead and do a random drawing. Email us. We'll pick from all the email submissions or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, any private message or whatever on that, we'll just we'll random draw a few people and do some giveaways. We love you, and you know the saying goes, go shoot your bow. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.